Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Active Quest episode 51. This is our first regular show, uh, you know, back for the beginning of the new year, 2020. I'm your host, Joseph Yaden. Joining me today is the sickly Mr. Chris Penwell. Chris? Uh... <laughs> Although I will say that prior to you getting your mic figured out you sounded a lot worse so this is like the best sounding version of you there is right now due to your awesome <laughs> mic setup awesome <laughs> good say it yeah um and of course mr josh nichols hello the rootin tootinist cowboyist rootin xbox tootin Game Pass. beeping and booping <laughs> so the reason i brought that up is because you just finished red dead redemption 2 which i'm sure we'll jump into um i'm very excited to hear your thoughts but please no spoilers oh, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah, because I'm, I'm like, God, probably 50 hours in. I have no idea how far I have left, but from what I understand, the ending is, like, pretty long, so, yeah. Of course it is. Um, yeah, shut up, Chris. <laughs> so, I'm glad everybody is here with us today. Uh, last week was our 10 favorite games of the decade, so you can check that one out. It's a pretty long episode, so, you know, just make some time for that. I think, what, what was it, like, two and a half hours yeah, or something? Yeah, it was, like, two hours and, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. So go check that one out if you'd like. If you're new to the show, this is what it's normally like. We'll do news. We'll do a couple of listener questions and then what we've been playing. Um, so I hope you guys are excited for that. Um, as you guys know, you can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, all the all the usual stuff. Get at us on Twitter at Active Show. Uh, sorry, Active Quest Show. See, I always fuck that up. Let me redo that. Twitter at Active Quest Show. You can uh, contact us there. Or you can get at us uh, via email at activequestpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you there. Um, so uh, not a whole lot going on here. Uh, Sony released the PS5 logo, which that in and of itself isn't really that big of a story. But what is a big story is how much traction the image on Instagram got, which I think that's an even bigger story because the image is just what you would like i thought they actually had already revealed it that's how unsurprising i think the reason um, that was the case is because i think more people learned what the, the ps5 was happening soon than already knew you know what i mean totally i think i think like, that the yeah. initial reveal hit most of like i hate using the word hardcore gamer but like you know people that are like 
invested in the ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. So I think what happened is more people were like, oh, shit, PS5. Right. So we'll we'll get more into that. Um, But then uh, a couple other points of note here. Uh, Microsoft uh, promises that Xbox Series X games will also play on Xbox One. So sort of like that cell phone mantra of, you know, forwards and backwards compatibility. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, Blue Point Games had another tease on uh, Twitter, uh, sort of following their long lineage of teases. Uh, as did uh, WB Games Montreal, so we'll quickly touch on that before we get into the, the deeper news stories. There was a Pokemon Direct, uh, which, Chris, I think you were probably the most excited about that out of us three. Probably. Or am I wrong about that? Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the PlayStation blog released a list of 2019's uh, best-selling downloadable games on the PlayStation Store. Um, so, uh, uh, let's see, in terms of games we're playing, nothing, you know, it's the beginning of the year, so not a whole lot has come out, so I think we're all just sort of tackling older games. Um, I've still play- been playing a lot of, uh, Modern Warfare, played a little bit of Mega Man 11, which I am enjoying. Uh, Chris, you beat Marvel Ultimate Alliance, yep. Avicii and Vector, which we got a code for, Undertale, a couple other things. Um, so we'll get into that. Like I said, a couple listener questions, um, in addition to that. Um, anything you guys want to get to before we jump into our quick notes here? Or are you guys ready to go? Uh, Brian Altano was on Kind of Funny, and that was really cool. And I would recommend everybody oh, yeah. check that out. Hmm. Yeah, I love Brian Altano. Yeah, he's he great. is one of the nicest, most genuine people. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people who have, like, a lot of followers on Twitter or whatever are, or are quote-unquote famous I get the feeling that some of those people might be kind of like fake or at least not as genuine as they seem, you know, but the few times I've met Brian, he's always like, I'm like, okay, you're a real human and you're not acting like when you're, when you're, you know, on podcasts and stuff. So yeah, he's awesome, man. Um, okay. Well, let's do a couple quick notes here. There's a, there's a big eShop sale going on right now on the switch. So just make sure you check that out. Uh, the other thing I wanted to cover as well is just this sort of, ongoing story of this ripple effect of the witcher netflix show so um i I think we covered maybe we didn't maybe because we were on break or something but the uh the steam version of the witcher 3 had the most concurrent players it ever has had like five years after launch something like a hundred thousand players which is nuts um so i think it was more than that Oh, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, um, to go with that, the book, a couple of the books from the series uh, have are, like, bestsellers now on the New York Times list. <laughs> uh, Last Wish and Blood of Elves. And those books are something like 20 years old now, maybe older. So that was kind of impressive. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I kind of want to get into the books, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're, like, really hard to follow. Like I, I mean, I haven't like read them or anything. I don't know. Do you guys know anything I've, about? I've books? had coworkers and friends that started with the game and then went, "Wow, I like this. I want to check the books out." And like they read all the books and enjoyed them. So, I okay. think I think that uh, people that go from game to book traditionally seem to you know be happy they did. Yeah, but uh, yeah. his his um, what I think though, I think it's filling a void um, because like we we don't have Lord of the Rings, we don't have. Uh, Game of Thrones. We don't have that big staple kind of like medieval esque fantasy world. So I think that's mm-hmm. that's why it's so popular right now. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and you know, obviously, uh, you know, Game of Thrones was so big, and all these other fantasy series were so big. But yeah, you're right. Like in terms of like an ongoing discussion, 
It's kind of really like the biggest thing we've got right now. It's kind of interesting. You know the um, biggest part of the show? You know the biggest part What's of the show? What's that? Oh, yeah. that's There it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, season two is going to start filming soon. Um, so that'll be interesting. I think it's some, coming out something like 2021. Um, the other quick note I wanted to get into before jumping into the actual news here uh, is just the WB Games Montreal tweet. So I'm going to pull this image up here. It's I, so okay. I'm not really familiar with like the Batman comics, but from what I understand, it's supposed to be something like uh, like a logo from the Court of Owls. Um, let's see, WB Games. Here we go. Okay, so yeah, they <laughs> they're like they keep releasing these images, and I guess it's supposed to fill in like a larger image. And people who are familiar with the comics, I guess these images mean something to them. I have no idea what I'm looking at. There's like a, a crest with swords, and uh, I guess those are talons, and a like a it's like a logo of some sort. I don't know. You guys can go check it uh, out. I think they're dropping the ball, honestly, with their marketing oh, yeah. campaign. Because it's just taking way too long, and at this point, I'm just not that interested, you know? Right? So, I don't yeah, know. it's a little annoying. Yeah. Like, shit or get off the Yeah, they even need to yee-haw get on out of here, you know? <laughs> okay, Josh, can you only talk in cowboy references for the rest of the show, please? <laughs> I don't know. My, my basis for cowboy knowledge literally comes from Red Dead Redemption 2 and Perfect. and, and, and uh, Old Town Road. Like, that's literally God. it. God. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. So, um, my thinking on this, though, I mean, what is there something coming up? Maybe like a state of play might come up, but in terms of conventions or anything, really, like I saw people thinking that it might have got it got announced it? in the like in the last PlayStation state of play, like people were thinking it might might have right. got announced, but it didn't. I was surprised too. It didn't. Yeah, my God. I, let's see. When when was Arkham Origins? That was I think twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So so did I don't Arkham know, did Knight was like twenty fifteen or twenty twenty fourteen? Yeah, yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Let me see here. WB Games Montreal. Yeah. Their last game was... uh, Yeah, their last big game was Batman Arkham Origins in 2013. They did Lego Legends of Chima online. I... (laughs) Okay. And then I guess they worked on the uh, DLC for uh, Arkham Knight, uh, or one of them. Batman... Or Batgirl, A Matter of Family. So, like, aside from that, I mean... This game has to be ready to go. It's got to be good right? too. Like if soon. this game comes out and it's like fucking mediocre, people are going to be so pissed off. You know, I have a feeling though this game might come out this year. That's what I. That's my prediction. Here's my prediction. That... Right? Okay, go ahead. Okay, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry to jump in, um, but I, I think this is a next gen game. I, I think we're seeing it at well, the PS5 event or something like that. Yeah, uh, could launch with the see. system. That'd be that'd be badass, man. Launching with the Batman game. Mm-hmm. How, that'd be pretty cool. If every I system launched the Batman game, the world would be a better place. Hell yeah. That should be a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with that. But really, it's getting out of hand with that. Um, okay. All right. Main stories here, if you guys are ready to go with the actual news. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. Okay. Chris, are you going to make it on us? You're, are you dying? I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Sorry for my rudeness earlier. That's a... <laughs> Uh, are you drinking water, bitch? I, I'm drinking. Wow. Okay. I, I'm <laughs> no, drinking... no, no, no. No, it's a no. It's a reference. <laughs> it's a reference. Right. There's I a got, Twitter. Yeah. There's a Twitter page. It's. I think it's called Drink Water, bitch. Or, hold on. Let me look it up. Go ahead. You can talk. Go ahead. I'm drinking a black cherry Xevia. 
Uh, Do you like it? Again. Sometimes you don't like your drinks, but you drink them anyway. Is that a Canadian thing? No. You guys are like, waste not, want not. I guess I'm drinking this garbage juice. Uh, most of the time I like carbonated water because, you know, it's not spicy for me. And down in the States, apparently it's spicy. So, I don't know. It's just, just something. <laughs> so, the, the page is called Reminding You to Drink Water. And it says, drink water, you slut. Follow for a reminder. Wow. Hashtag H. Hold on. Hashtag H2Ho. That's not appropriate. Yeah, I follow that on Twitter, too. It's great. <laughs> and then there's another one. Bitch, it's time to drink water. Hey, it's time to drink water, little bitch. Thank me later. Did you drink water today, you stupid bitch? <laughs> I wish you hadn't told him, because then we could have just told him in America we all will tell each other to drink water and call each other a bitch. <laughs> Having sex, disgusting, requires a partner, makes you thirsty. Drinking water, healthy as fuck, literally makes you feel hydrated, mm-hmm. is not disgusting, does not require a partner. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. Um, it's like sex is great, but if you try drinking water... <laughs> mm. believe it or believe it or not we're a video game podcast not a uh water podcast although if anybody wants to start a water podcast with me i'm your dude we just sip just water saying. and talk about the flavor yeah and like Jeez. just how wet it is oh speaking of wet water hey there it is i still am rocking the cucumber melon Yes, that's what it is. So, and Chris, I know, I know you're not into that, but uh, I, I have to drink it all because you know I, I'm drinking Pepsi Wild Cherry. It's very sugary. Yeah, not into that. Um, all right, let's let's get into the news here. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, this is the PlayStation Five reveal. Um, number one, it looks like a PlayStation Five logo has more social media engagement than the Xbox Series X reveal. I'm not going to read... Well, really, I'm not going to read any of this. We'll just talk about it. Um, so the, uh, uh, at the, you guys can read the article. This is from Brianna Reeves at PlayStation Lifestyle. Um, so last week, they uh, CES took place, um, and Sony had, I guess, like a little press conference there. They didn't really talk about much, but they revealed the PS5 logo, which, again, you guys can look up. It's exactly what you'd expect. And couple things to note on that for one there were people who were really mad about it because it wasn't different but like what the fuck like what do you like what do you want them to do jesus christ um and then the other thing and i think this is like the bigger story is just how much traction it got like over five million likes on instagram which is the most video game related instagram post like or with the most likes that that involves video games so that's really fascinating. You guys can go look at that. It's on Sony's Instagram page. Um, I, I, I'm not going to ask you guys what you make of the logo, really, because I just think it's so just exactly what you'd expect. There's Spider-Man 3. There's a lot to cover. Yeah, right. But um, what do you guys make of the sort of uh, discussion around why it wasn't more creative i i don't i just i really don't i don't have a problem with it like being the same i was i was probably in the audience that you're referring to but i I didn't think it should have been different i was just more like why is this a thing that we're all talking about it's not really newsworthy i think the impact of it is newsworthy but like the thing itself i don't understand why that was an announcement or why that really mattered and i i hate to stoke the flames of tribalism but I just think that if Xbox announced their new logo and it looked like the Xbox One logo but different, I feel like everybody would just be like, this is why Xbox is garbage. And I feel like if Sony <laughs> does it, everyone's like, well, it's cool. I don't know. 
Right. I just and thought it was kind of silly. But I think that overall, I think the reason it was so big is like I was saying before, I think that a lot of people that didn't know about the PS5 now do. Right. And that's a great point. I hadn't even considered that. That's something that overall I like always forget about. Like I'm so ingrained, and all of us are so ingrained in this every day. We get on there and look at news and stuff. And it's easy to forget what a person who maybe isn't in the ecosystem as much oh, yeah. thinks Dude, about Dude, I had people and- the week that Disney Plus came out be like, oh, dude, they're making a Mandalorian TV show? And I'm like, dude, they announced this last year. Where the fuck were you? Like, you know, like, I've been yeah. looking forward to this thing. But like you said, I forget that, like, I'm super invested in this ecosystem and this ecosystem where someone else is still interested and their interest is still just as valid as mine, but it's just not as maybe deep as far as, you know, how far they go into these this you know the information and talking about it and reading stuff and looking for information on it you know right um what about you chris what do you think yeah this is uh you know this is a consumer electronic show right so um they didn't really need to show too much of it i believe you know ps5 uh, just the logo itself that's that's made an impact just because like you say josh like this is targeted towards consumers and the Call of Duty bros and the Madden uh, Madden fans and all that kind of stuff, right? So um, <laughs> they're, they're just attracting the attention of the widespread audience now. And they're beginning to ramp up their campaign because now they they said, I think Jim Ryan, he said over the next few months they're going to show more and more, right? right. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's kind of ballsy how they're doing this as well. Because, you know, uh, Xbox, they literally showed the, their next console, like how it looks, the name of it, or, you know, what, and the, 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 uh, a game that's on it, right? Um, oh, I've seen it already, right? Um, right. And, I don't know, it just seems weird to me that the PlayStation isn't immediately responding to Xbox. It just seems like a really ballsy kind of move from them, and they're, they're saying, oh, we're just going to stick to our schedule. That's, that's what we're going to do. We're not being reactive and i think yeah. that might be a little bit of a mistake but we'll see yeah it could be um i i want to give them the benefit of the doubt um which I, maybe you agree with maybe not i don't know but i'll save all my like commentary and stuff for after the, re- the full reveal and then sort of compare them because right now like who knows man they could come out and like everybody could be like oh now I understand why they've been so silent. Now I understand why they haven't had a PSX in a couple mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm. Now I understand the schedule. Okay. So, like, I, I don't want to, like, comment too much on it until we get a full Just game. imagine if Xbox just comes out. Like, oh, no, sorry, no. If uh, Just imagine if PlayStation goes all out during their launch kind of, like, events for PS5, right? They're like, okay, here's a new Uncharted. Here's a new Kingdom Hearts. Here's a new Batman. Yeah, let's fucking right. go. Here's a new PlayStation yeah. VR. Um, and and here's an awesome price that is you yeah. know consumer friendly. Three ninety nine, three ninety nine. Right, go yeah. pre order it, bitches. Bitch, yeah, and drink bitch. water. <laughs> Did you pre order? And we- <laughs> yeah, so yeah, inter- just an interesting little story. Again, not not you know nothing too groundbreaking there, but I just wanted to cover that. Um, all right, this one's for you, Josh. Um, I've got a story pulled from Polygon. Uh, this is Samit Sakar. Um, headline is Microsoft promises Xbox Series X games will also play on Xbox One for now. Um, so let's see. In terms of reading, yeah, we'll do a little bit of reading, and then we'll I'll toss it over to you, uh, Josh, just because this is more your wheelhouse. Um, quote. 
The next console generation begins this holiday season with Microsoft and Sony launching new hardware in the form of the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 respectively. But this time around, since both consoles will offer full backward compatibility with current generation games, that doesn't mean leaving the past behind. Microsoft is going one step further. Its first party games will be playable across both the Xbox One and Xbox Series X, at least for now, meaning that nothing will be restricted exclusively to the new console. Uh, and then this is a quote here, uh, quote, as our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games, sort of like a PC, will play up and down that family of devices, end quote, said uh, Matt Booty, head of Microsoft's internal development teams at Xbox Game Studios in an interview with MCB. Uh, quote, we want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel that they made a good investment and that we're committed to them with content, end quote. Um, and yeah, we'll just end it there. Uh, Josh, what do you make of this? I think it's really interesting. Uh, I think it's also cool for people that maybe, like they said, just you know got an Xbox One now or recently, and they... You know, maybe maybe they want to play Halo Infinite when it comes out, but they don't have money to get an Xbox quite, you know, um, at that point. So I think it's it's cool as uh, as kind of a reward for people that recently upgraded. And then I also think that it is uh, very much like how um, beginning of last or beginning of this gen rather uh, started with how you know we saw like the Evil Within and like Assassin's Creed Black Flag and. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts and you know some other games where they were on you know uh, 360 PS3 and PS4 and Xbox One. I think the main difference though is I, I feel like a lot of people when they played you know uh, the two versions of those games I feel like a lot of the conversation is usually like eh, there's not really that much of a difference and these newer games were held back by being on the older systems. I think this is going to have the opposite effect. I think what's going to happen is people are going to be like, oh, wow, they got this to work on or play or whatever on Xbox One. And yeah, it definitely looks way better on, you know, the Series X, but like here's Halo and here's Hellblade and they're working on this system. So I think what it's going to do is it's going to kind of make these games available to people on the, you know, Xbox One, but it's also going to kind of incentivizing uh, upgrading because people are going to see, oh, I know what this game looks like. I played this game already and look how much better it looks on this new system so I, I think it's i think it's a good idea um and i i think it also kind of it, it it's gonna have the first party push from you know hellblade and halo but then also there's gonna be the option i'm sure for third party developers to do the same thing and we could also see cross purchases maybe too i don't know if they've said i, I didn't see in this article if they said to cross purchasing like you know having having one version but like i'm playing on xbox one or xbox series x i don't know how that's mm. you know I would think that's what they're going to do. I think that would be a cool way of doing it because then you already have, you know, quote-unquote a new game when you upgrade. I, I definitely think they'll do that because um, they, they've been saying Xbox is like this one console generation now. Like, it's it's all going to work on the same system. You know, it's all going to be backwards compatible and that's been their thing for the last few years. Um, yeah, and like... Uh, we know now the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible with PS4, you know, um, and likely we'll probably won't see like the enhanced edition of each game. We'll probably see the actual system um, upgrading these games, and there won't be any need for like 
a Tomb Raider Enhanced Edition or whatever. Um, It'd be cool like, if Sony did the same edition. thing with like The Last of Us yeah. Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima. You know? Yeah. I don't mm, know. Yeah. Even cooler so, if you could purchase it in your <laughs> PS4 and then oh cool I can pl- I bought this digitally and I can play it. I can play the PS5 version, quote unquote, too. You know that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, my thinking on this, well, it's kind of multifaceted. So for one, it's interesting to me that it's first party games only. And I guess that makes sense, but you know, uh, that might confuse people. Like, uh, oh, I could, like say there's a third party game that's exclusive to next gen consoles and somebody w- it might be like, oh, I can play, you know, the new Halo on Xbox One. Oh, but I can't play this game. So I don't know how much confusion that'll be or if it'll make more sense when they talk more about that. The other thing, my other thought on this is sort of what you mentioned a little bit, uh, Josh, is that how will this affect development? Um, because yeah, like you said, at the beginning of lat, or I guess this gen, at the beginning of this gen, when you know there's all these cross-generation games, the last gen versions are like noticeably worse, and to the point of, of to the point of like negatively impacting the next gen games because you know either a separate a separate team had to go in and like you know i guess port it to the previous gen or it's the you know main team developing it so that's something that's like kind of concerning me with this i i don't want uh you know the first party xbox studios to be bogged down by the lowest common denominator right exactly that'd be my concern too so i'm hoping that they uh, i'm hoping it scales well where like right maybe it'd be like playing doom on xbox one and ps4 or on the switch i mean obviously it probably a smaller you know degree and difference in quality maybe because you know it, it the switch has scaled down a lot more i would imagine but anyway i'm just saying maybe it'll be like that we're like oh this is the same game it just looks noticeably worse right so. yeah exactly so um yeah that was just my thought on that and it's very interesting and i think it's i don't think it's a bad idea and sort of like i mentioned with the ps5 uh, logo thing and the whole marketing of the ps5 i don't want to comment too much and like get too down the rabbit hole with this because all this is like a lot of new stuff mm-hmm. right like games have uh, consoles haven't really been marketed this way before uh all, all this stuff is like you know stuff we haven't really seen before i mean 10 years ago so, people were saying are are, the, are consoles going to stay around or are phones going to take yeah. them out so I mean, we've been through a lot, and a lot of Frank's lot has changed yeah. between console launches. Exactly. So I'm again, I'm also willing to give Microsoft the benefit of the doubt, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, okay, so this is a, a story here that I'm pretty, uh, I'm of a couple minds on this one too. Sort of similar to the WB Games Montreal one, where I'm just like, holy shit, just show it. But I have a feeling. Uh, this might coincide with the PS5's launch, or at least launch window. Anyway, um, this is uh, Blue Point Games uh, putting out another like cryptic tease <laughs> on Twitter. Um, so this time, uh, a couple things. There's like a goat on a title screen, and it says "fast loading," and then there was like a like a loading image of a flower with a cabbage in it. And I, dude, I just. I don't know. Do you remember on Halloween they put out this like poem they wrote and it was like referencing like all these video games that people really want to see remastered. And then they put out another tweet like referencing Metal Gear Solid or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. This is one that I'm just like, holy shit, just show it already. Um, 
the couple things I've seen people say is that they want demon souls, which I, 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 my initial thought is like, oh, that game doesn't really need like a remake treatment, but their game they've referred to as a re-envisioning. So could be like the Resident Evil Two remake. (laughs) Was to Resident right. Evil Two, I, but with Demon Souls in regards to the changes that this uh, that Soulsborne series has experienced over all the games. Right. Yeah. Like I would definitely take a new Demon Souls that looks awesome because even the best looking Dark Souls game still kind of looks like shit. Honestly, like that's coming from a really big Dark Souls fan. Like Dark Souls Three, I guess, is the best looking one, and it's still it's just like muddy and uh, no, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, they obviously play great, but anyway, yeah. Demon Souls looks like shit, dude. Like, I don't know how recently you guys have taken a look at that game, but, man, I mean, it's a PS3 game, so obviously time has not been kind to it, but um, I would definitely take, a like, a, like a you know, 4K, like, amazingly stunning version of it, you know, with sort of, like, a new twist on it. I think that would warrant uh, a remake. Uh, Chris, is there anything you're thinking on this that would make sense with the teases they've given? Like, does this flower cabbage thing mean anything to you or this goat or anything like that i have no freaking idea dude <laughs> right um i honestly think it will be demon cells and legends of dragoon uh, i think that's oh, probably what's gonna happen oh well not together but like oh two different projects mm-hmm. um yeah i i honestly think like a metal gear solid or a castlevania would be cool um, but yeah, it's it, 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 the teasers are getting super weird now. Like that cartoon goat, for example, just reminds me of, like Simpsons. Right, like that doesn't like, have anything to do. I with... know exactly. It's like I, I don't know what's going on. I have. No are they idea. just like bullshitting us? Like just putting yeah. out images that have nothing to do with what they're actually. It'd be really funny on? if Sony yeah. told them to do that to try to see what people want remade. You know, like let's just, just just asking people. Yeah, just tweet know, out some like. shit, and you know, like so we can see what they think we that we're making, so we can get their feedback on it without revealing our hand. I don't know. Uh, I think it'd be cool like, if it was Dragoon, Demon Souls, and Ape Escape. One or more of those would be cool. Yeah, does it? I'm so I'm not a huge Ape Escape fan. This flower thing has nothing to do with Ape Escape, does it? No, no. That's my well, I I, then, I think they're gonna try to surprise us with something that like not not Legends of Dragoon or Demon Souls. I think they're being too obvious now, and I, I think Sony wants to give that surprise factor to this game. So the I, cynical I, I, part I of me know. really wants it to be Dragoon, so I can so that way people will finally admit that game's not as good as they remember. Yeah, because <laughs> that game was f- or, fine at the time, but even it's it has not aged well. well the combat was not fun. Is that maybe the re- if there is a remake, it would be better. I hope like so. Oh, dude, how cool would it be if it was like Final Fantasy VII remake quality? Oh, holy shit, man. I don't know that Bluepoint has the budget of that. I don't know. Maybe if they got that you know, Sony checkbook. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If Sony acquired them, that'd be kind of interesting. If Sony but, bought them and just yeah. had them remake a game every two years, that would be so fucking cool. Oh, man, that'd be so awesome. Um, so I, I've got nothing, really. I mean, I think Demon I, Souls I, makes the most sense because the Soulsborne series has increased it from a niche title at the beginning, like with, with Demon Souls, um, right. all the way up to like I see I see people talking about Bloodborne and Dark Souls three all the fucking time on Twitter. Oh yeah, and those games and and Sekiro or Sekiro, um, these games have just like sold more and more and more as time's gone on. So, I mean, a Demon Souls remake with uh, quality of life, you know, updates 
I think would sell very well. Um, and I think people would, would really enjoy it because I'm sure, De I haven't played Demon's Souls, but I'm sure that at its core, it's still good. It probably just has some frustrating things that haven't aged as well. Kind of like, you know, for, for me, like the Medieval remake. You know, I still like the old right. game, but a lot of it hasn't aged well, but the heart of it has. So I think Demon's Souls makes the most sense. And I never played that, so I mean, I would... I'd be happy to pick that up for PS5 and, you know, get to experience it for the first time in the, in, a, in a better way. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go back to it, too. That was my first uh, Souls game that I actually, like, played all the way through. So it's, you know, it, it holds a special place in my heart. But I, I've i seen videos recently of it, and I, I think I even tried playing it a few years ago. And, oh, man, that game definitely needs a, a facelift. So... Yeah, uh, I am getting more eager to see what that is as time goes on. Yeah, I, uh, so maybe it'll... Yeah, like you were saying, Joseph, um, it's starting to get tiresome now. And, um, right. Let's just see the game. Just, yeah, just get on with it. Um, games that we do know about uh, are, well, it's, I don't know. Yeah, there's a new Pokemon game, right? Mm -hmm. There's the It's a mystery dungeon game, so yeah. why don't we talk about that? Um, I've got a story pulled from... Oh, this is Elise. Uh, formerly of uh, Game Informer, Elise Favis. Favis, um, she is now at Washington Post. So, let's see what we've got here. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield expansions bring back over two hundred existing Pokemon. So those Pokemon fans will shut the fuck up about how but the no, Pokemon are. They have to pay for it. That's, that's... Yeah, they're complaining uh, more now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because now they're being sold DLC. It's like the soul. It's okay. like the yeah. All right, well, let's get into it here. Uh, quote, fans who were upset when Pokemon Sword and Shield limited its catalog of Pokemon for the first time in the series history have reason to celebrate. Upcoming expansions to Sword and Shield will be bringing back over 200 creatures from past games. Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is the fastest-selling Nintendo game, or sorry, the Nintendo Switch game in history. During a Pokemon Direct on Thursday, two expansions were announced for Sword and Shield. Isle of Armor coming June 2020 and The Crown of Tundra Fall 2020. Both will be set in unexplored territories in the Galar region and come with a bevy of new areas, battle challenges, characters, Pokemon, customizable outfits, and more. Uh, for those who want to experience both Isle of Armor and The Crown of Tundra, you can pre-purchase expansion passes today on the Nintendo eShop for $29.99. There are two separate expansion passes, one for Pokemon Sword, one for Pokemon Shield. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, uh, both Isle of Armor and the Crown of Tundra will include their own take on the Wild Area, which is a seamless map filled with Pokemon dens for max raid battles. I don't know what I'm reading here, Chris, so you'll have to translate, because I, I didn't play a whole lot of Sword and Shield, I just got busy. Uh, here, let's continue, though. You can invite friends to join these fights, even if they don't own one of the expansions. Uh, Game Freak says that these wild area locations will uh, will be even larger and will include over 200 existing Pokemon, like Galar version of or like a Galar version of Slowpoke. Oh, I saw an image of that. He was kind of cute, uh, as well as legendary ones. Some of these legendary Pokemon were revealed during the stream. Koob, oh fuck, Koob. <laughs> Koopfu, a bear-like and fighting type, will be available in the Isle of Armor, and the big-headed Oh, fuck my ass. Calyrex. Calyrex. That does sound like some sort of rectal cream. <laughs> oh, man, what's wrong with your butthole? Oh, I just got to put some Calyrex on it. <laughs> oh, okay, I hope it turns out all right. I think that a lot um, of the complaining fans should put some Calyrex on their buttholes. 
because <laughs> they're butthurt about it. All right, <laughs> let's let's read a little bit more here because this is. I mean, I think this is interesting. I just don't know a whole lot about the new games. Um, all right, the Crown of Tundra takes place in a snowy region where you may notice quote a strange temple or a giant tree quote growing in place or in a place it doesn't belong. It also offers a deeper dive into Pokemon Dens, which players only had a glimpse of during max raid battles in Sword and Shield. Uh, uh, Okay, that's we'll just leave it there, pretty much. Um, Oh, and then actually here, one last thing. Another announcement during the Nintendo Direct included the reveal of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX, a game arriving on March 6th for the Nintendo Switch. It's a remake of the Mystery Dungeon spinoff from 15 years ago. Uh, there's a demo and a free trial that will transfer over. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, wow. So that's a lot of stuff for the Pokemon fans. I'm like a like a basic Pokemon fan. I love the game. You know, I love the original 150. I love playing through the games, and that's about it. Um, Chris, give me yeah. all your thoughts on this. I'm pretty much the same as you, Joseph, but I know a little bit more, I guess, because I, I finished Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to get these new areas um, to collect more Pokemon. Um, like you said, there's over 200 more Pokemon coming to the game, and that's good. You know? um, but to me, I, 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 I'm not complaining about the Pokedex situation at all, because I feel like those Pokemon within the Galar region fit, fit really well. Um, with the feel and the look of the world, so I don't know what, why people are complaining. Um... Yeah, and you know, the thing is, like, you, you gotta pay for work, guys. Like, the, 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 yeah. you know, you gotta pay Especially... for HD development. <laughs> yep. Um And honestly, these fans are asking way too much. There's a, a thousand Pokemon literally now, guys. Like, come on. Come on, guys. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's unreasonable at all. Uh, especially when our demands are getting so much higher. Yeah. And just like, the economy, like outside of the video game industry, is it's just more expensive to yeah. be alive. Like <laughs> you gotta just you gotta pay for it now. That's just how it is, man. But I, I do think uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield they, they should put more effort into the Pokemon games. I think um, it does look pretty basic in the graphics kind of way. Um, so I, I hope they kind of like uh, as HD development continues to grow, uh, we see more lively worlds. And uh, I think they're starting to do that with these two different um, landscapes that we're seeing here because the the first kind of Galar region was kind of like bland, you know, it's like open kind of like green field and that's pretty much it, you know, so mm-hmm. it's nice to see them uh, steer off of that. Um, I've never played the Mystery Dungeon games before, so uh, um, I've actually got the demo downloaded on my Switch now, it's actually available now. Um, so you Have you played it? That, you can give, give it a check. Uh, I haven't played it yet. Um, but it seems interesting, and um, my cousins, I, I remember them playing that uh, when they were kids. So, um, yeah, like, I'll, I'll check it out. And it, I, I love the art style of it. It looks like a Winnie the Pooh kind of book. You know, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I did see an image of that. Well, why don't you give it a, a play, and then uh, next week you can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. I wanted uh, to. Josh, yeah. yeah uh, I liked what Nine Volt said on Twitter. Did you guys see what they said? Nope. No, what did okay. they say? Um, they shared an image of somebody bitching and comparing Game Freak to EA. Um, oh my god. And they said, um, this image is very funny to me because in the top section you basically had... I, I forgot to give this context, sorry. Uh, it says Game Freak and has the logo. And then it's got like Gen 1 through... Oh, I have seen that, yes. Uh, Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. 
And then the other one says Game Freak, and the EA is the actual EA logo, and it's got a sword and shield. <laughs> okay, so Nine Volt said, This image is very funny to me because in the top section, you basically had to buy another full price game to get what they are doing as DLC this time, which is cheaper and seems objectively better. Guys, this is Pokemon Crystal and Pokemon Yellow version, but less money. You know, like, yeah. this is more content, it's extra content, and here's the thing it makes sense for it to be DLC because it's going to function as extra content. Layer, right. layer of the Shadow Broker from Mass Effect 2 may be an integral part of the story, but it did serve as extra content that was not part of the main narrative, and so it made sense for it to be DLC. This is the same thing. So I really don't know why people are mad about this. I understand um, <clears throat> maybe being a little frustrated that they were kind of playing coy and kind of quiet, or I don't know how you I really say that, but like they didn't. maybe they should have been more forthcoming with this information. Um, and like, hey, we're planning on putting this as DLC later. I don't know. Maybe that could have been communicated a little bit better. This is a first for the Pokemon company as well. You know, they've never done something like this before with expansions. And I think it's a positive personally because um, with Crystal and and other games like that, they're on the side. You've had to play through the whole game again, but you can actually start the expansion with your current save data, which is great. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, Because I remember that. I remember getting Crystal version and being like, oh, I just want to check all this extra shit now, but I, I, I have to get through Union Cave, and I have to do this first and that first, and that stuff was fun, but it's like I just played this game, like, you know, last year or whatever. So, no, you're right. This is perfect. And here's the interesting thing. Um, we probably won't have a new Pokemon game coming out this year except for Mystery Dungeon, right? So you don't have that big landmark game coming out this fall or Christmas time uh, for 2020. So what will Nintendo release in place of that? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm, uh, and especially with the launch of the new systems this year, yep. Nintendo's going to have to have something. Breath of the Wild 2, dude. Yeah, I mean, there were rumors of, uh, you know, the uh, Switch Pro coming out this year. I didn't want to do a news story on that just because it's not substantiated right now. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, I'm curious as well to see what they're going to have this year. Breath of the Wild 2 would definitely be a selling point. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, interesting story there. People always bitch about something. I mean... If they gave it away for free, people would be bitching about it. Like so this like, <laughs> should have been in the original cartridge. Right, yeah. So it's just, it's always something. Um, all right, last story here. This is a me story. So you, I know I don't want to put you guys to sleep, but uh, this is just the top downloads for 2019 on the PS4. Um, this is via the PlayStation blog. I'll just list the top 10 in order, and then we can maybe talk about them. Um, best-selling game of the year digitally, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, then Minecraft, Interesting, NBA 2K19, then Grand Theft Auto 5, and then 2K20. So what? 19 outsold 2K20, and my what? theory on that, I did a story on this, my theory on that is that there was a sale uh, in June of 2019 where NBA 2K19 was something like $3. Oh, I remember that. All kinds of people bought it, even though... It was like, yeah. it, looked, it seemed like it was an error. Like, it, I've never seen... A, game, uh, a sports game come out and be discounted that much so soon after. So anyway, that was my theory on that. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so number five, uh, NBA 2K20. Number six, Tom, Cran- uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So it's good to see that one on there. Uh, number seven, Madden NFL 20. Interesting here, number eight, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Hmm. Very, very interesting. They game. just had a, uh, I mean, they've been, of course, updating that game since it came out, but they just had, like, a Celebration Edition come out recently where right. there's, like, even more. They're, they're kind of touting and, and kind of showcasing all the new content, which, I mean, by the way, if you haven't played that since it came out, it's it's a good game now. It's a great game. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, uh, God, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but David General, I think is how you say it, re-reviewed it for IGN. And uh, basically, yeah, the, the headline was, hey, it's good now. I mean, if this uh, came out at launch, it would have sold like crazy. Right. And no one um, would, it would, they wouldn't have gotten all that negative attention and press, which yeah. EA didn't need anyway at the time. Yeah. Um, number nine, The Division 2, also interesting since Ubisoft said that game underperformed. And then, I think even the mo- one of the most fascinating entries on this is Days Gone at number 10. So that is the only PlayStation exclusive that cracked the top wow. 10. And it's a game that was pretty divisive with critics. So I just find that very interesting. Um, other than that, any standouts to you guys on the top 10 list here? Minecraft. You think it's a standout? Crossplay. Crossplay finally happened. Yeah. Yep, crossplay. I think Josh. Yeah, Sony finally that. was like, okay, we'll stop, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> being assholes over here by ourselves. It's yeah. been nine years since Minecraft came out. Like, do you, yeah, I do know. you think people would be sick of it by now? Nah, I mean, you can. It's it, it like some of these other games. Minecraft has gotten updates like crazy. Yeah, there's so big old bumblebees in it now. Yeah, um, yeah, and and I. I did a story recently, I guess it was last year, on that Minecraft is probably the best-selling game of all time. And the reason we say probably is because um, the the old best-selling game of all time was Tetris, but they hadn't updated their sales stats since 2014. Plus, that's for like 40 versions of the game. Like, come on. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how that counts that. But anyway... With the most recent numbers, Minecraft is something at, you know at the time of that story something like 176 million copies. That's sold, crazy. Which is like I can't even fathom that number. Like yeah. if people individual copies sold of Minecraft, but also it's been on every platform. I mean, it, it even came out on 3DS and the Fire TV, which is crazy. Like the Amazon, and <laughs> yeah, and Vita. Who the what? The Never heard of fire, it. Fire. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. That's a that's kind of a big deal. Um, other than that, yeah, nothing too... I heard an interesting uh, theory on wild. GTA Five sales on Twitter the other day. Someone was... Or no, it was on Reddit. Someone was saying, like, of course it sold well, and it would have sold well even even besides this thing I'm about to say, but it is worth pointing out, and I, I never even knew this or thought about this, but they were saying that uh, a lot of people uh, may have purchased the game more than once because of the money that comes with the game um, for the online component. Oh. So if it goes on oh. sale... If it goes on sale, or I don't know the specifics, so I can't speak on this, but maybe the amount of money you're getting from buying the game again, maybe that's a better deal than just buying the the microtransaction outright. Yeah. So oh basically the game itself is a mind. giant microtransaction, or at least, I mean, you know, it's functioning as that for some people maybe. Yeah, let me, let me add a little bit more context to what you just said. Okay, so that game is like frequently on sale, and specifically yeah. there's like a bundle that's always on sale that you get extra shark cash with. So it's a copy of the game and, you know, X amount of shark cash, however much it is. And yeah, to your point, I think that makes sense. Now, my th- my thinking... I though, think it would have sold I, really well even without that. I mean, it's a, it's a great game and it's yeah. it's a very well-made game, but I think that might have helped. Yeah, but, but my thinking though is I didn't realize that it, it would let you do that. I didn't either. Like, I, I thought that if you had the game downloaded, that it wouldn't let you purchase it again. 
but maybe it's a different skew. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or maybe maybe it comes with a code, and then I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but I saw people talking about that, and I was like, holy shit, right. that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. This is why we won't see Grand Theft Auto 06 for a very, very long time. Right. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they re-release Grand Theft Auto 5 on PS5 just to continue it. Mm. You know? And just update really it more? Weird. Yeah. I mean, why... Why make a new one from a from a financial point of view? I mean, we don't need one yet. Evidently not. Very strange, but yeah, interesting That's, stuff. There. I hope they Something keep fixing like Red Dead out. 2's online because it's not nearly as robust as um, GTA 5's. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. There's something else I'd like to point out is that Apex Legends um, did better than Fortnite in terms of free-to-play games, which is interesting. It did, yeah. So, And that's another interesting point, too. Like, I... So, I, okay, yeah, this is broken down. It's not broken down by revenue. So I guess, that, yeah, it would be... But you know what? I was talking with Chandler, editor-in-chief at PlayStation Lifestyle, and he told me that these download stats count games that are re-downloaded. So in other words, oh. if I've deleted a game and re-downloaded it, that counts as two... Oh, because they're just going off of downloads themselves. Right. Interesting. Huh. So that kind of is, yeah, that's like a, even more fascinating. And with the free-to-play game, I mean, you can just continuously download and re- Well, I guess if you already purchased it, you can keep doing that too. But, I mean, I wonder if a game that has like a smaller install size has an effect on this too. Because obviously something like a Grand Theft Auto or a Call of Duty that, you know, that's like hun- like 100 plus gigs, re-downloading that is a pain in the ass. Versus maybe something like Minecraft, you know? So that we all need to buy the new Bubsy game and just re-download it repeatedly. Just keep program a bot to just keep doing it for us, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we could give that those poor people some some false hope. We gotta God. re-download SoCom over and over again so they can get uh, so they make one. a new yeah. one. So yeah, that's just a little interesting tidbit that Chandler told me about. Um, okay, so that wraps it up for the news. Why don't we take a break and then come back, do a couple listener questions. Uh, Chris, maybe get some medicine, uh, and then we'll <laughs> and then we'll talk about what we've been playing and call it a night. What do you think? Yeah, man. Cool. Let's do it. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, let's get into some listener questions here. Uh, we have two questions, and they're both Witcher-related, and neither of you have watched The Witcher Show, right? So I guess I'll take I'll, – I'll answer the questions. If you guys have anything to say, feel free. Um, all right, first question. This is from, I, it's a, the Twitter page is Immediate Review, so I don't, I guess it's like a company, I don't know. Anyway, um, Immediate Review asks, how does Henry's love for video games impact his performance? Uh, Henry uh, Cavill, they're referring to. Um, okay, so this is, I have a lot of thoughts on this question, actually, because uh, for one, Yes, if you love video games, you might be passionate about the role or whatever, but you still have to, like, act the way the director wants you to act, I guess. And you have to, like, read the lines that are written for you. So, you know, I don't know how much room there is for that to come through. But the other point I wanted to make is that Geralt is sort of like a... Like, he doesn't talk a whole lot. And I think in the books maybe he does or, you know, whatever, other pieces of media... He talks a lot more, but in the show, I mean, he has a lot of screen time and, you know, he does have some lines, but it's weird. Like, I don't know that his love of video games does impact his performance. Um, 
I think he did fine. I just, I don't really love Geralt as a character. So I just, I don't know that they're related. I do know that he does play video games. And there was this, I think, interview with maybe IGN. And, or maybe it was another outlet. But they asked him, uh, Henry Cavill, they asked him, uh, PlayStation or Xbox? And he said PC. <laughs> and Whoa. that got a lot of people. Yeah, that got a lot of people riled up. So that was kind of funny. But yeah, to to your question here, I don't know. I don't think it does impact. I think the, the fact that he landed the role, I think his love for video games helped him there. But yeah. for his performance, I don't know that they're related. He actually petitioned to do the role, if I remember yeah. correctly, on Twitter. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Have you seen his re- workout routine on men's health? Like that, I haven't, but I watched a video of him yeah, talking he, about it. He, he talked about his uh, workout routine uh, for The Witcher, and it seems like he is very passionate about this project. And uh, he, yeah, he put the time yeah. into it for sure. Um, right. So maybe that's a good point. Yeah, maybe like his passion for it uh, made him strive to work out and that kind of thing. But again, in terms of the performance. I I don't know how they're related. But like, he kind of like do that rats. many lines in the show, right? But because right. even if you time. have a passion for fashion, it doesn't mean that you know fashion. <laughs> a passion for fashion. Hey, man, the fashion in The Witcher is pretty interesting. Some of those characters, man. I I wonder if I could pull off some of those outfits. What do you think? I think you could. You pulled off that one thing in the hot tub. No, oh, wear, wearing nothing. Yeah, like with the with the The Witcher three bathtub boy picture. <laughs> i've seen that picture of, of gerald just bathtub in it and that's oh, like you did that God. too all right um next question uh <laughs> jesus next question uh this is from von hyde friend of the show over at uh indie pause incursion i have to say it like that because otherwise it sounds like indian incursion like indian incursion um he asks, I've come to the authority on Big Dick Energy to ask a single question. <laughs> Does Henry Cavill have more Big Dick Energy in Witcher or in Mission Impossible Fallout? Obviously Witcher. Obviously. Really? Oh my god, yes. He's got Big Dick Energy in Mission Impossible Fallout, dude. Like, yeah, but he does. in The Witcher 3, but, it sounds like dude, what Joseph's saying, he is Big Dick Energy. He, dude, he, he is like crazy. Like, man... He kicks some ass. Oh, there's my medicine alarm. My crazy pills. Oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> you take your medicine, everybody, if you haven't today. And drink some water, um, bitch. And drink some fucking water, bitch. Don't drink cum. Drink water. Take your pills, um, What the fuck? He's swearing that's what, that's what the... That's not me. That's what it's the... It's not him. Yeah, it's the thing. What? Yeah. Drink water oh, now. Drink cum later. That's I don't approve of this. God damn it. Oh, my I'm God. Ju- I'm the messenger, dude. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Um, yeah, Vaughn. The Witcher, obviously. Like, <laughs> no, it's like hands But he down. literally punches wolves in Mission Impossible Fallout, dude. He li- okay, but, like, he's, but in the Witcher show, he, like... He's a fucking, like, I know, but he, like, cuts people's heads off and shit. Chris and Redfield a punched a boulder. That doesn't mean he's got a big dick. Right. <laughs> oh, actually, I guess... I guess... I, uh, I, I guess I have to say Witcher, then. Because, like, mm-hmm. he was mentioning in the workout video how he has to hold this heavy sword all the time so i guess oh my god he's talking about his big dick exactly i i um this question came about because um on i i guessed it on the indian incursion podcast and big dick energy came up i said you know you know who has big dick energy henry cavill i said Mm -hmm. that so that's where this comes Mm -hmm. from yeah i agree and from what i've seen you know i've never met the guy i don't you know i don't really follow him too closely but from what I've seen, he seems like a 
relatively modest guy. Like, he yeah. doesn't seem too up his own ass, which is kind of nice. So that combined with how much big dick energy he has in Witcher, <laughs> I gotta say, man, I think he's a standout dude. He's probably fucking swinging like a vine. Jesus wow. Christ. Wow. Um, and <clears throat> if you guys want to, if you guys want to write into the show, you can always do so. Um, you can get at us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow, and every Wednesday we post a Twitter thread for you guys to leave your comments on, and we will read them on the show as long as they're not racist or offensive in any way. Um, so yeah, please feel free to do that or email us or get at us individually at the end of the show. We'll leave our Twitter handles or, or we'll tell you our, our Twitter, Twitter handles. So you guys can do that. Um, all right. So, uh, it's been a little bit of a slow period, so we don't, we're, you know, we don't have any major games we're playing right now. Uh, well, I guess Josh, you finished a pretty major game. Um, but yeah, why don't we <sighs> dive in? Chris, I will jump through this mic right now and somehow... <laughs> I will flu powder my way to Canada and kick you in the balls and then flu powder my way back and then it, it gets fucked up and I end up in some weird country. He could swing all the way to Canada with Henry Cavill's dick as the vine. Yep, Fuck. That's true. Yeah. Oh. And and if it doesn't reach, I'll use my dreads for the rest mm-hmm. of the way. Uh, how about that? That'd be a nice painting. What do you think? That'd be really good painting. Wow. Someone should make a nice, that. A nice painting darn, for Grandma's darn. house. I would hang that okay. up. Speaking of long things, um, Josh, why don't you talk to <laughs> That's a pretty good segue. Why don't you talk to us about Red Dead Redemption 2? So I, I threw it on there because that's, that's all I've played since uh, we recorded last episode. I actually finished it uh, on January 3rd. So I think I finished it like a week ago. But yeah, um, yeah somewhere around there. Um I, I've got a lot of thoughts in this game, uh, without spoilers, of course. Um, I, I it, it's, it's really, it's, it's, so first of all, I loved the game. I thought it was great. Um, spoilers for episode 50. It was my number two um, for the decade. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. I think it's definitely uh, something everybody should at least check out, because it might not be your thing, and if it's not, that's okay, but I think it, could end up being more people's thing than people may originally think. Like, for example, I'm not invested in cowboy shit at all. Like, it's it's fine. But, like, <laughs> it's not something I do. You're um, not rooting tooting? No, I'm not rooting tooting, beeping, or booping. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Just if, 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 if you're not really usually into westerns and this kind of stuff, at least, you know, don't let that be your barrier, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, my favorite part, of course, uh, the overall story, the characters, the acting... Um, was Roger Clark to the voice of Arthur Morgan. He won an award for it uh, for best uh, performance too, I believe, at the Game Awards. I think he did, yeah. So, And I was actually looking back at those awards and I actually really agree with how they were handed out because I have not really played God of War yet so I can't speak in favor of God of you War or, or against it. But I can say that I could definitely see how people would enjoy God of War as a whole. Um, over um, Red Dead Redemption 2 because it does a lot of things wrong or not as well as it could have but like as an overall experience um, I, th- I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is really good so I think it's good that it won um, like best performance and like I think it won like um, let me actually look it up really quick because I I, I I want to get it correct uh, the game awards and it was for 2018 yeah yeah okay yeah. 
Um, okay, because I was I was looking at this the other day. Okay, so God of War. Yep. Yeah, okay, here's what I here's why I wanted to look this up. God of War won Best Game Direction, and Red Dead Redemption Two did not. And I think that that is very appropriate. Again, I haven't played God of War, but I really think that Rockstar needs someone to or a team to help them cut stuff. And the reason I say that is because, and this isn't even about cleaning guns and camping and eating. That stuff was blown out of proportion by people. It really isn't. A, it takes two seconds to do. And you don't really have to, it's not as much of a life sim as people really complain about. It's actually a really good balance because it's not that hard to remember, oh, I haven't eaten in a while. Oh, I haven't slept in a while. Oh, I haven't bathed in a while. And my guns are dirty. I haven't cleaned them in a while. It doesn't take that long to address those things. You don't have to do it as often as you would have to do in real life. Like, it doesn't make you go to sleep. You just, your 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 bonuses from your cores aren't going to be as good because you haven't slept in six days. Obviously, you know, in real life, you couldn't do that. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't force you to go to sleep. So those things aren't a problem. But there are just, there are times where I really wanted to stay on rails and I just wanted the story to continue. And some of the things that would pop up before I could do it maybe or instead of sometimes just felt like okay I don't think this needs to happen I don't see the point in this like um as far as spending the amount of time that it's wanting me to spend on it so I think that's why best game direction definitely didn't make sense for the game but it did win best narrative at the game awards and I think that's actually yeah. really good because overall this game's fucking amazing but the game direction itself uh is not as tight as it could have been. So basically what I'm saying is I think the game's great, but it definitely could have been better. But here's the thing. I don't know what I would have cut out because every single fucking side quest I did in this game served to add to the world, add to the characters, develop the characters, and just made things feel more fleshed out. So I don't know what I would cut out. I, so that's why I can't really... That's... Yeah. It's tricky. I, it almost feels I like it honestly, could have been more than one game. I mean... Right, well, especially, I mean, that, like, whole last part. Uh, I, I already, like, know what happens, even though I haven't gotten there. Like, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I won't, I won't spoil anything. I will I will say that the epilogue uh, could have been shorter. Right. And uh, and it I, I kind of felt like I felt during um, Return of the King <coughs> for Lord of the Rings, where it would feel like maybe the game was ending and, like, oh, no, it's not ending at all. And that happened in a few spots for me. Um... So I, I don't know, but at the same time, you could just stop playing when the before you know when the epilogue starts, and you could be like, I don't want to play the epilogue. So I guess that that's your choice. But I do think it's worth experiencing the epilogue. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, the reason I wanted to pull those awards up is I I think those those awards make a lot more sense to me because before I was like, well, if if Red Dead won best performance, best audio, best narrative, best scored music, and uh, I was just double checking. Okay, no, that's everything. But I mean, I was just so confused uh, during the Game Awards in 2018 because I'm like, how does a game win best narrative, score, performance, and audio, but not game of the year? You know what I mean? Like, that just didn't add up. But I, I see it now because the game could have been tighter. But again, I don't know what I would have cut. I, 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 I enjoyed this game start to finish. Uh, it, it was The story is phenomenal. And, and the acting and the performances and the conversations between the characters are just 
about as lifelike as I, I've, I've seen in the game. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I would cut. I, I can't think of anything. Honestly, I'm, I'm with you, dude. Like, as I know, Chris makes fun of it all the time, and people, people have have said their their things that they need to say about this game that it's too long or whatever. But I think it's fine. I, I'm with you. I don't know what. I mean, I love, dude. The other day I was playing and I just like played it so slowly. And I, I, I was like almost like role playing while playing. Mm-hmm. It. I was like, I was like, oh, it's getting dark out. I should probably go to the hotel and sleep, or you know, whatever. Or oh, yeah, it's about time for dinner. I'm gonna eat or like camp or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and I, that sometimes I'm in the mood for that. I, I just, I don't know that you would. That it, I well, I think that's a good way to to do it too. I think if you are yeah. trying to play this like it's a twelve hour. Um, action adventure game this isn't the right game for you and you're lost and i don't mean that in a shitty way i mean like you're looking for something else and that's fine but this isn't it go find something else you know exactly um this game's better if you play it uh quote unquote correctly which is look i i i have uh trying to remember it was like 80 or yeah it was 80 percent. i have 80 80 percent overall completion 100 percent story completion but i mean i did 80 percent of the game and I, I, I feel like I got what I wanted out of it. And by that, I mean, I did everything I wanted to do. There were some side quests I either, A, I maybe didn't bump into because, I mean, this game's huge. Um, or B, um, I bumped into and was like, I don't want to do that right now and just never got around to it. Or when it popped up for me, I was like, this doesn't feel... And don't worry, I'm not going to spoil anything. There were parts that... There were times a side quest would make itself visible and it just didn't feel right in a role-playing sense. It was like, Arthur shouldn't be doing the side quest right now because X is happening in the story. Right. And this clashes with that. So, I mean, I still think it's good it's available because some people might be like, you know what, I'm going to quote-unquote pause my role-playing over here and go do this mission. But I have trouble accepting that because it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm this character and this doesn't make sense to me. Um, and then the final thing was uh, C, where I just was like, I don't want to do that side quest. For example, I thought the hunting was fun, um, but I didn't do a lot of the legendary hunts. And those legendary hunts, by the way, they're really cool. I did not oh like God, them. them. They were great. It's just I was so invested in the story that I just didn't want to pull myself away from the side quest and from the main story necessarily to hunt as much as I maybe would have liked to. Um, I just kind of prioritized how I played. Um and that's the thing I really would push people to, you know, play the play the game how you want to play it. You know, Rockstar typically doesn't really sideline you into doing something you're not going to want to do. The very few times that it was like, okay, I have to go on a, a fishing trip right now. Maybe I don't want to because I want to go do this. The very few times that things like that do happen, they kind of serve as tutorials to introduce game mechanics that you're going to be happy that you learned how to do this in a slow spot. Because you're going to have to do this under pressure, under different circumstances later. And that thing will be more fun because you know how to do this. Um, and those, 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 those parts that, you know, you might not want to do right now, but you kind of have to do it. Those, those times are very quick. Like, um, yeah, I'm with you. I... The part where you learn how to use a boat, for example, you, you can stay out there and go fishing longer, but the characters that you're with will be like, you know, hey, we can kind of wrap up if you want. Like, they'll say something like that. <laughs> so you don't have to do the, the, the forced parts, quote unquote, that service tutorials with story. You don't have to spend too much time on those. So, I mean, overall, the balance is really good. 
I, I would really recommend it. I should I should know I didn't do any of the uh, online component. I only played the right. yeah. story mode, and it was about a hundred hours for me. So I mean, you're it's an investment, and it's okay if you don't want to to do that. But you know this this isn't Titanfall two. This isn't you know Resident Evil two. This isn't Control. I mean, it, this is like it's 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 a role playing experience, and if you play it like it's an RPG, then you're gonna enjoy it more um, than if you're trying to kind of rush through it this game it. it's not going to be as fun yeah. if you do that so yeah, there's, there's that but also i i just don't like rockstar games personally because i can't relate to the characters and with an rpg that's a big problem for me that's... i thought you were a cowboy chris no no it's just i i i can imitate him but i don't yeah. <laughs> like, oh man you're you're arthur Morgan. I don't have that connection is pretty good because that <laughs> every single rockstar game it seems like i've done la noir you're an outlaw I'm just like I'm just just tired of that. So yeah, I wasn't gonna touch on this, but I I want to because Chris, you kind of brought that up. This game for me does more interesting things with the outlaw mechanic than I think GTA V does, and I'm I'm not gonna spoil any specifics. I'm speaking very general, but in in this game, um, and I'm gonna get a a little political. Uh, it it kind of presents the challenges with growth as America. Uh, begins to move towards more towards structure and more towards where we're at now where companies and rich people kind of have more uh, in their hands Um, and there's kind of this class struggle you see now I know that you're playing as an outlaw but you're ultimately playing as some people who are just trying to get I mean uh, you know this this is presented very early they're trying to get enough money just to to kind of settle down I mean, that's, that's right. stated very early in the game. So they're basically just trying to maneuver through the this rapidly changing world and survive. And so I think that they do more interesting things with the the outlaw mechanic because you don't really feel so much like an outlaw. I, I mean, yeah, you do, but I think I felt more like somebody who's just trying to um, survive and um, remain optimistic while things that i want to do as this character are changing so fast because this is like towards the end of the old west you know uh takes place before the first uh red dead game and things are transitioning and and changing so i don't know for for me i think the um i think it was a lot more interesting than previous rock star um character uh kind of um molds um, and I, I don't disagree with you, Chris. I don't always like Rockstar, you know, um, um, fuck, what's the word? A uh, structure and stuff either. But for this one, for me, this one just, just, it just worked. Um, all right. Well, we could probably do a whole podcast on, uh, Red Dead, but why don't we move on to Chris's games here and you can tell us sort of what you've been playing and, uh, what you've been enjoying recently. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll be brief. Um, so Undertale um has really surprised me i think um i had the main twist kind of like ruined for me i guess because of how popular it became and i wish it oh wasn't. i don't know what the main twist is so don't ruin yeah it i'm not me. i'm not gonna ruin it for okay. you um but i i love how unpredictable it is um the art the art style looks basic at first and then it kind of like elevates it um in surprising ways so and uh, there's a a wonderful sense of humor within it and I, I i've really enjoyed my experience with undertale it's definitely within my top 15 of the decade now of the last decade i'd say oh wow um, um, and which platform are you playing uh, on? pc i'm playing on xbox game pass so <laughs> oh thank you. oh i didn't know that was a game pass game yes it is it's on pc oh, cool. you can play it for five dollars a month um 
Yeah, not not we're not sponsored by them, by the way. Just uh, I wish we would. My God, if we got big enough and then got sponsored yeah, by Microsoft, how fucking cool would that be? Because well, <laughs> not that they need it though, because Game Pass is so freaking awesome. It kind yeah. of speaks for itself. But anyway, and then uh, I played uh, another game today that I just bought actually um, called Blackwood <laughs> Crossing. Um, I bought it for like eight dollars on the sale uh, that's going on PSN right now still. Yeah, there's um, still a great sale. Yeah, uh, you guys can check out. So this is kind of like an emotional journey between um, a sister and her brother, um, and they're learning how uh, it's kind of a tale of mourning and how to deal with um, that those things happening around you in your life. And um, it's kind of it's a beautiful story, I'd say, and it was well illustrated. Um, but my main issue with the game is how technically um, iffy it is. Uh, I, I went across a few glitches here and there. Um, I think the movement was pretty sluggish. And yes, uh, dude, that was my biggest complaint when I played the game. You yeah, move so fucking slow in that game. It, it's not just slow, but it feels like slightly laggy to me, so it mm-hmm. kind of gave me a bit of nausea. Um, oh, wow. But... Overall, I, I really enjoyed my time with the game, and the, the visuals are quite nice. And uh, once, like Undertale, it takes you through uh, some unexpected situations, so I, I really like that. Um, Avicii and Vector, I finally finished this game. Uh, we got review code from the publisher. Uh, I honestly, I, I really like this uh, rhythm game. Uh, but there's a few issues I've come across with it. Uh, for example, I don't like the free plane um, section of uh, of the music that plays sometimes. So basically, what it is is like, you know, you've got like one level uh, playing field for Guitar Hero, right? Right, there's but, one highway track that comes yeah, by. Yeah, there's one highway, but you have three highways. Oh, holy in shit. The, in the form of a triangle. Right. Oh wow! And I feel like I had to do the easiest difficulty with this because I, I feel like with the busy visuals going all over the place, which are stunning by the way, I love them. Um, it, it, it's it, it's also negative because you can't see the screen very well. You know, um, I can't see the upcoming notes, and like that's, uh, if you move away from the easiest difficulty. It doesn't direct you to switch planes of uh, planes of uh, the planes, you know, from one side of the triangle to the other. Uh, right. So it's a little challenging for me to actually see the notes, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's a little tough to to play at points, but the music. Oh my god, the music is so good. Um, As a you're and you're always somebody who has been really into game music, right? So yeah, exactly. Uh, from, from that point of view, but this, how this, do you think it? Yeah, this is from the musical stylings of Avicii, who's unfortunately passed away recently. Um, but like his music lives on in this game. It's it's so great. Um, all the tracks are bangers, I think. And uh, I I just enjoyed my time with it just because I I I was listening to this music and became a fan of Avicii. It's like, um, for me, when the Beatles rock band came out, like, ten oh, years yeah. ago, where, like, I, I was beginning to love the Beatles music because I was playing the game, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with Avicii with this. And, you know, like, you might not have heard Avicii before, but there's definitely music you've heard from him before. So, is this VR, oh, yeah, or is this just regular... It's not VR, and uh, one thing I would say as well is, like, don't play this game... 
amp with the PlayStation VR headset on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you God, know, the, no. The, 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 you know, like the theater mode. Yeah, I, I felt yeah. nauseous while doing it, so don't do that. Um, oh. But, yeah, I, 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 I would recommend Vici Invector. Um, it definitely... Uh, uh, oh, one thing I would say, actually, is, like, um, each section of the game has different environments, and they're all very stunning and beautiful. It's kind of... I, I would... I would compare it to like Tetris Effect, maybe. Like, oh where... wow, because that game looks amazing. Yeah, and the visuals are, are really stunning in this too. So yeah, check check it out. Uh, and the last game I'd like to mention this week is Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Um, I actually that my library has actually been getting games recently. Um, so I've been able to play a bunch of Switch games uh, through the library. So this is great. Um, um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was my first one um, I, I'm glad I didn't buy this game to be honest because I think it would have frustrated me but I was able to get through the whole thing um, on the easiest difficulty um, how long did it take you? it took me about 8-10 hours something like that Okay. and uh, I, I, you can tell that Team Ninja made this game because it, it's just, really? it just has so much style to it I'm, I like uh, all the different moves that each character has um, I love how you can mix up the attacks um, at, in one go, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 did in a way, um, where you can combo and then there's more damage being put onto your enemies. Um, there's, uh, yeah, yeah, I did enjoy my time. It's a bit repetitive here and there, but... Yeah, that was my was, complaint with it. But I, I was in the mood for that kind of thing, you know? Um, on the Switch, uh, you know, on the Switch Lite, I kind of like portable experiences on it. And I feel like like that's a great portable game, you know? Like, you're you're just toiling through a, set part, a section of the level, um, and then you just pick it right back up like within a within an hour. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it's a so, good like mindless game that you don't have to think exactly. Too, that, too that's much. exactly what it was, and I, I loved seeing all my favorite characters from the Marvel universe coming together. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, awesome. I, yeah, it's great. Uh, cool. So let me just quickly touch on my games. I, like I said, I haven't been playing a whole lot. Uh, just, it, you know, I've been busy at work and stuff. Um, still been playing Modern Warfare, really getting like into the nitty gritty of that game of like, you know, does, how does this attachment work or like, what's the best attachments to use on a weapon? So just nerdy stuff that you guys probably don't care about. <laughs> um, but the one, but the one I uh, really wanted to touch on was Mega Man 11. Um, I bought it on sale uh, during like the holiday deals they had um, for the Switch, and yeah, it's really good. Uh, I've never played a Mega Man game before, which I know is probably blasphemous oh. to say, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to give it a try. I'm a big Capcom fan, and I felt like I owed it to Capcom to give this game a try. And holy shit, this game is like excellent. Um, I looked up reviews online for it, and they were sort of like you know sevens and eights and stuff but i don't know i mean i think it's awesome i love that it's accessible like uh you know the older mega man games are notoriously difficult and yet this one i feel like i'm doing fine like i feel like it's appropriately uh like it's appropriately made in terms of its difficulty and you can play it on hard or you can play it on easy like super easy mode uh, where you can like rewind time and stuff and, and or slow down time. I don't, you can't rewind time, but slow down time 
and yeah, it's just really cool. It's beautiful. The music is awesome, and highly, highly recommend uh, Mega Man 11 if you somehow haven't played it before and you're a Mega Man fan, um, or give it a try if you've never played any of the Mega Man games before. It might surprise you. Um, that's about it in terms of stuff I've played. Um, I have been, or I watched uh, The Witcher. Obviously, we've we've talked about that extensively. Uh, I've been watching a lot of shows recently, actually. So, uh, yeah, just sort of taking a little break from from games and just you know, uh, nothing really big has come out. I'm really looking forward to Resident Evil Three and all oh, these fuck, other games. Oh, dude, me too. Oh my god. Yeah, all these other games that are gonna kick us in the balls, you know, <laughs> later later this year. So, um, I you said yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, man, there's so many good things. Uh, cyberpunk, all these games, man. I'm so excited. Uh, so yeah, that about wraps it up for episode 51. Um, I'm really happy we've made it this far. Uh, not that I doubted our abilities, but oh. it's a pretty big deal, you know, for a podcast to reach episode 50. So I'm really happy about that. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, next week we'll you know we'll do continue on our normal schedule. Uh, we'll make sure we get out our, our episodes like Monday or Tuesday is what we usually aim for. And I appreciate you guys taking on the editing duties as always. Uh, so yeah. Um, and Chris, when you're not on ActiQuest, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Writes on Twitter. I will have some stuff on Chapter Select as I have more time to myself. And uh, I'll be able to help the staff there just to get some crank some uh, articles up there. So look out for that. Um, uh, also... Uh, uh, I would like to say uh, in a few upcoming episodes of Active Quest, I will be covering Ca- Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, what is that? That's the DLC, right? Yeah, so uh, I think it comes out in a few weeks' time, so we'll be talking about that in a future episode. Does that add 100 new Pokemon to Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> does it add, I think it adds Final Fantasy characters, though, yes, right? Yes, it does. So oh, that's, that was one of your uh, complaints, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't I, have I enough think, of that I think, flavor. Honestly, I think they've been listening to their audience, um, and that's a good thing. And uh, hopefully that's a good sign for the future of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um, cool. And uh, anything else you want to plug, or is that pretty much it for right now? Uh, that's pretty much it right now. So, yeah. Uh, once I feel better with the cold, I'll finally be doing some recording for that interview with series and i've been talking about it for a while but i'll finally get it done for 84 years you've been talking about that i'll get it done it's it's pretty funny i think so i'm looking forward to you guys listening to that Um, chapter select josh where can people find you when you're not on active quest twitter at mr josh nichols um and it's a new year which means i have a really fun and easy way to get my numbers up to try to get ahead of chris even though he always beats me (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm a, so I'll be replaying the Crash Bandicoot games and streaming them soon on wow. Twitch. Oh, nice. Uh, and I assume you can get through them pretty quickly then. Um, generally, yeah. Um, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm also, if anyone wants to give me game recommendations, I'm having trouble figuring out what to play next because um, nothing just nothing just really like is... The Witness. God damn it. The, witness, the Witness, I, The Witness, The Witness. I started playing it, but I got really confused and lost. And I don't like feeling confused yep. and lost. Were you, were you high? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's high right now. No. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, all right. I'll try that. I also tried. I tried playing the Evil Within. I picked up my save file. 
uh, where it was at. Yeah. I'm like in chapter five, and man, Evil Within's difficulty is so inconsistent. Oh, yeah, I'm really tempted to just pl- jump into two because I've heard two is better. But I, I like I like one. I want to play it, but it's just it gets so hard sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and for me, you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden, uh, and of course, covering news on PlayStation Lifestyle, and maybe another outlet that oh. perhaps, yeah, maybe something else that will happen. We'll see. Nintendo. Um, so, oh god. Uh, Nintendo. Talk, yeah. No, no, no. It's not. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you all. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Chris. And we'll see you next week for for episode fifty two. Bye bye. 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 Thank you.